316 presents... Welcome to uh, episode four of my quirky camera podcast by Ian Fleming. Um, so what have we been doing? Well, it's a grey, cold weather in the UK. Not much light in January and freezing cold. Uh, welcome to Northern Europe, as it were. We've been, uh, I've been really shooting some P30 on my Nikon L35 AF, which you'll see has appeared on my Instagram feed. I love that film, that high contrast film. I wish the guys at Ferrania would be able to make some more for us soon. I broke out the 8x10 the other day and shot a, a, a some expired impossible project, black and white. Um, otherwise, quiet times, really. Uh, so this week I thought I'd have four more cameras for you. Uh, I've got one made by Boots the Chemist in the UK, uh, a drugstore for our American friends. Uh, me being me, I've got another Polaroid for you. I've got a camera made by Film Ferrania. And last but not least, I've got one uh, made by uh, David White of Milwaukee, where well, I guess some of you will know what that is. Uh, so welcome to episode four. So the first camera I've got for you this week uh, is a, a 126 camera. As some of you will know, I'm rather passionate about uh, 126 film and the square format. This is called the Boots Packmatic, uh, and really is a Braun camera. Braun who make uh, electric uh, uh, toothbrushes and all that sort of thing these days. It's called the Braun Packset 28BC. And it takes 126 film. So this camera's selling points for me are that, number one, it's got a nice Rodenstock lens on it, uh, f2.8 38mm lens. Uh, it's got manual focus, uh, manual selection of, um, obviously, f-stop and shutter speed. So it's a pretty manual camera. And unlike the... Um, Kodak it's got a fully decoupled uh, light meter built in so you just look on the side and match set your film speed and your um, uh, what you dialed into the lens on the side and it line the things up and line the two meters up and you get the re what to set your camera to so I quite like this camera if you're going to use this camera uh, with um, reloads you need to do the old Hold once you've taken the first frame, hold the shutter down while you wind it on, otherwise, it will jam on the sprockets. I've also uh, used this with my own hand perforated 126 film. Uh, some of you will know I did a, um, an item for Emulsive on building your own perforator. This is a good camera, can be picked up quite cheaply, has good optics. Um, you can even attach a, a remote trigger to it if you want. I would say if you're looking for an alternative to the Kodak 500, this is a good camera. Um, as I say, that is 
the Braun, sorry, the Boots Packmatic, or the uh, Braun Packset 28BC, uh, was made in 1967. My next camera is one of these. It's a Polaroid, of course, uh, and these are not popular on eBay at all, uh, for reasons I don't really understand. This is the Polaroid uh, Polasonic Autofocus 4000. You can pick these up for about £10. So what you get with this is autofocus, which um, when you fire the shutter, you can see the lens, what um, distance the lens is selected on top of the camera. You can also flick a big switch over it's quite stiff to do and run the camera manual focus and focus it yourself these cameras take sx70 film the slower 100 asa film um and they're obviously a box camera much like the old one step uh but they seem to be quite good i would have said for the money and if you're again i want an entry level camera uh with autofocus and manual focus I can't see why you wouldn't go for this. It takes the SX-70 flash bar, but you can pick up some of those enormous uh, flashes that were designed to mount Polasonic flash that goes on the top of this on eBay quite cheaply if you want flashes. So, um, yeah, it's not a bad camera for the money. If you were going to buy one and use it seriously, again, you need to fit the frog tongue to the front of the camera to shield the modern film when it comes out the front. So that's the Polaroid... Polasonic Autofocus 4000, a cheap uh, Polaroid camera that actually works quite well. So the next camera I've got for you um, is made by Fanfarania in Italy, uh, who make the wonderful P30 film, uh, and it's called the Ferrania Ibis. So I bought this thinking I would actually put some P30 in it. And when I got it, I thought, well, it's broken. The shutter doesn't work. Well, there's a trick to these. Uh, unbeknown to me, the lens extends out. It's a retractable lens. And once the lens comes out the front, the shutter fires, as you can hear. Uh, this camera has no adjustments at all. Uh, it's got a, a Primar 7.5 lens, whatever that means. I don't think it's a very complicated lens. And one shutter speed, I'm guessing, around a 30th or 50th of a second. Uh, and it takes one to seven film, which isn't a problem. I've got uh, plenty of backing paper and spools and some one to seven film. It's very light. It's um, alum all aluminium. And on the top, it's basically got a, a plate with all the film Ferrania films of the time, the ultra chromatic, the super pancro, which basically gives you the spec of the films, but doesn't tell you much else about what to do with the camera. The viewfinder, as with all these things, is tiny, absolutely tiny. Um, so this is really an aluminium, I suppose almost like an aluminium brownie, to be honest, um, for 127. It comes with what's supposed to be a leather ever-ready case. Well, in my case, I think it's cardboard. It's completely disintegrated. Um but the camera's quite sweet. It's a classic sort of 1930s uh, Art Deco camera, really. Uh, these could be picked up for a, oh, maybe a fiver on eBay. But I thought it would be quite apt not only to use this camera, but to put some modern P30 in it. So I might take some P30 and put it on one, two, seven spools and backing paper uh, and shoot, you know, with perf shots on it. Uh, so I bring you the Ferrania Ibis. Uh, a sweet little camera.
my next camera, which I think is quirky, and some people will disagree, I think, with this one. This is made by David White of Milwaukee and is a stereo realist. So I picked up one of these cameras, including shipping from America, for less than $100. Uh, mine's got a stuck frame counter and I think the range finder needs adjustment. Uh, why I put this as quirky is, well, so it, it's got a couple uh, stereo um, lenses which you set the aperture on and good range of shutter speeds, but... I thought, oh, could you use the viewfinder? It's at the bottom of the camera at the back. So it's much like um, Screw Mount Leica. Basically, you've got the two viewfinders at the back. One is the rangefinder and one is the viewfinder. The viewfinder is the centre lens of the camera, but the rangefinder uses two windows at the bottom of the camera. So you hold this camera up to your face. If you've got the ever-ready case on, the bottom of the ever case is all over your nose. And then if you... You, you end up putting your fingers over the rangefinder windows if you're not careful. Uh, so it is a bit quirky, I would say. Um, it's not a bad camera. Uh, I've yet to use it. I use my Kodak stereo quite a bit, but this is really what Brian May shot his stereo stuff with the Queen. Uh, this is the 3.5. Knowing Brian, he's probably got the 2.8, I should think. Um, but this is the sort of top end of stereo film photography it's a beautiful camera but i've never met a camera with the rangefinder and viewfinder at the bottom back of their camera it's bizarre really the focusing is on the side which i quite like um it's obviously as i say quite quirky i like the fact the lens hood swings up and stays on the camera um but i bring you the stereo realist which takes I think the usual six perf images, or maybe four perf images, five I think in truth, um, uh, for stereo uh, the s stereo slides really, ideally. I still think if you shoot slide film or um, positive film on a, a stereo camera, you get much better stereo effect personally. So that is the stereo realist. So this week, you may have noticed uh, we've got a theme tune to the podcast, and I want to thank Mike Gutterman of Negative Positives for that. Um, it's his uh, music uh, called Positive Test, uh, and uh, it, he's put a whole load of these little uh, stings and things on Bandcamp for people to use for podcasting. So a big thanks to Mike Gutterman. Uh, keep shooting film, everybody. Uh, See you next time, uh, and as I say, all the best from Ian Fleming. <laughs>